Okay, in the name of the Father and Son of the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Good evening, everyone. We're uh, starting our study of the book of Joshua. As we, as we said last time, we had the introduction last time, just a general view, general idea about, <coughs> about the book, the, 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 the little bit about the character of Joshua himself and what helped him to, to be developed as the, um, the, the, the leader that will take uh, and will replace um, the, the role of, uh, of Moses. And we kind of went through the book itself. As I was actually, you know, last time we said that we'll, we'll probably try to take like, you know, one chapter at a time or one section at a time. As I was preparing today and reading more and more, I thought there's a lot in there. So I'll probably back again to let's go to, you know, our own pace and see where and how and when will we end with this. But I, I thought there is, there is lots of things that we can just uh, uh, skip it just because we want to, to get done. So, you know, uh, if you agree with that, okay. If not, then maybe we, we but let me know, you know, let, we'll see what we have today. I was hoping that can, for example, like just, you know, go through chapter one, all chapter one, but as I'm reading, as I'm going through the, the text itself, uh, it, it's very, very rich and, and uh, lots of, of, of things that we can talk about. So maybe just go with our own pace and see uh, how far we can go uh, each time. So again, as we said last time, the book is uh, uh, the book of, of encouragement, the book of, of victory, the book of, of uh, battle, the book of uh, striving uh, with, with a person that, again, if you remember, we said that Joshua, his name was what? Hosea, Hosea, right? And then Moses changed his name from just salvation into Yeshua, Yahuwah, Yasha, the Lord will save, the Lord will save, which is actually definitely has an, an implication, has a meaning, because we will see this as Yeshua is the same name as Yeshua, as Jesus, right, as the Savior. So we'll see how this and how we can, we can uh, go on with this as, as studying it and always, always, as we said, keeping our eye on Christ himself, right, because that's, that's the, 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 the main thing and that's the main uh, purpose of this. Uh, if we go to, 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 to chapter one today, I'm just going to read, probably just read a few verses here and then see where are we at and, uh, and how we can, we can start uh, the, the, the study itself. So as we will read, uh, let's uh, read again from, from the ESV and see how, how, how much difference there is. Uh, but uh, we'll just start with the first 10 verses, the ver first nine verses for now and see uh, what is that and what, what is that for us. So um, let me just share the screen with the people also. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses, assistant, Moses, my servant is dead. And again, <laughs> you laugh at this if you read it this way with like, okay, you're, you're, you're again, you're, you're encouraging someone and you're assigning a job for someone and a, and a, and a huge task for a person. And the first thing he says, Moses is dead. <laughs> no. Like, okay, so what, <laughs> you know, what am I supposed to do? Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people into the land that I'm giving to them, to the people of Israel, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. Just as I promised to Moses from the wilderness and the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was Moses, I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to you. Be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night 
so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let's stop at this point now. There's a lot in here, right? Again, just put yourself in, 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 in Joshua's shoes. He's trying to, 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 to uh, replace, to replace Moses. And the first thing, as we said last time, the first thing that he does and the first thing that the Lord talks to him is again, Moses, my servant is dead. Maybe I, I, I pointed at this a little bit last time, but I want to hear your, 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 your thoughts again, you know. Why, why would he start this way? Like he started with this and then later on he said, I will give you this and this and this. Be courageous, be so and so. But why in the beginning he would start with this fact? Moses is gone. Yes. That you are the one. Yes. Took him in the mountain. Yes, yes. It's the reality, yes. He's facing him with the reality, which sometimes as human beings would try to run away from, right? So as we study this, again, we study it from the historical, from the text, and also definitely, as we said, looking at Christ and the meaning for that to us. What does that mean to us? And how we can actually, sometimes God gave us this, this, this and deals with us in, this, in, this, in the same manner, right? The facts that we try to avoid in order to continue, but because he has a task for us, because he has a mission for us, because he has a reason for us to move on, sometimes it comes very, very, very clear and very harsh. Here it is. Here is the reality. The reality is Moses is dead at this time. The reality is you're struggling. The reality is you're weak. The, the reality is that you're pride. The reality that you are under the bondage of the enemy, you can't get away from it. Right? So God has his own way for us in order to actually uh, 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 reveal to us ourselves, right? Before he reveals himself, if I may say that. Because as, as you know, we always say that, and, and it's very well known from St. Anthony the Great that he said, know yourself so they can know God. So a lot of times I think, again, back to, to Joshua, if, you, if, he's, if he's, again, yes, aware of this, but try to avoid it by any means or try to, 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 to water it down or try to do whatever, you know, the Lord comes to him before anything, before any of, of the of the of the of the tasks of the orders of anything else. He comes to him with a very, very, very straightforward fact that he cannot deny, that he cannot run from, that he cannot escape, he cannot avoid that Moses, my servant, is dead. Right? Yes, David. No, no, yes. 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 Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Yes. That's a great point. David is saying the timing is, you can see from the text again, Moses, my service, that now therefore arise. <laughs> okay, so there's no time to, 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 to waste, right? To mourn. There's no time to say, oh, my Lord, what am I going to do? You know, Moses, my teacher, my master is gone. You know, let me think about it. Like, no, you know, he's he coming with very, very straight and, 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 and clear message, right? In a way, it reminds me, just, just thinking about this now, it reminds me in a way when, 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 when the people told the Lord, you know, the, the disciple that wanted to, to, to follow him and said, uh, let me go, let me go bury my father. I said, let the dead bury the dead okay this is gone right this, this is gone you know Moses was a great person was he did miracles and everything but we have something to look for to move on and I think a lot of times we miss this mindset that we need to move on a lot of times we are stuck at the area as I was talking you know a few weeks ago stuck at some kind of, 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 of stage of our life imagine if Joshua is stuck about the fact that okay there are more than two million people here Moses is dead, and here I am. Although God is trying to talk to him and said, like, what, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I can't get out of this, right? We do this a lot of times, right? 
The promise is clear, God's voice is clear, everything is clear, but we all what we look at is Moses is dead. So here he's saying, Moses is dead, but arise. Arise. And it's a beautiful way to start this book of encouragement, right? Why arise? Because again, God has a commission for him. And as we will see, the commission probably we can we can pinpoint it into three main things that he wanted to do. Right? But in the same way, also, as we're studying this, God has a commission for all of us. And the fact that we are kind of, you know, we are, we are, we put our life on pause, for example, or we're not willing to move forward, not willing, as he says, here, not willing to go and claim another territory. That's a very important point. Because the, the thing here, again, imagine the people were, okay, they were out of Egypt. They were wandering in the desert. Now they, are, they came to the Jordan. Okay, let's settle here, especially after Moses is dead. Let, can we get by here? And that's what happened with one and half of the tribes. Remember? It's, they said, let's, let's just, we don't want to cross with you. We don't know what's happening over there. Let's stay here. And he allowed them to stay there. Manasseh and have Benjamin. So at one point, people were thinking the same thing. Like, okay, what is the need to go and struggle and cross the river and go fight with people we don't know if we'll be able to fight them or not? Why is the hassle? Here is okay, right? And a lot of times we are thinking the same way. Here is okay. Why do I have to push more, right? But as you will see the text, it says like, no, every place the sole of your feet will touch is yours. There is more blessings. This is exactly the same thing that, we, that is written. That's why we, we said before that Joshua in the Old Testament equals Ephesians in the New Testament. Because if in Ephesians, St. Paul says what? Blessed is God who blessed us with every heavenly blessing, right? Spiritual blessings in heavens, right? So there are spiritual blessings waiting for us, not only in heaven, but here, because now we are now as it is in heaven, as it is in earth. So the fact that there are much, much, much more blessings that are waiting for us, for us to, what, to claim. But because sometimes we are just afraid, we're scared, we're doubting, we don't know if we should, like, here is fine. The other side of the Jordan is, is unknown for me, so let me stay here. Right? And that's, that's, again, it's the dangerous way of thinking because again it's all of us as individuals as churches as a service as everything imagine if a church for example we don't have any kind of vision to to, to expand right that's why i say always we we're not only serving small group we should be a church that is open for everyone because if we don't do this we'll we'll die and you know we had that that seminar a few months ago i might have shared this with you like with with, with one of the greek orthodox priests and he said like Lots of, of Greek Orthodox churches are dead now because all what they wanted to do is only serve the Greek. So if there are no Greek, there's no church, there is, and there is nothing. And that's why when we had this, this seminar about the, the Great Commission, said like, if we don't start to think the same way, our churches at, you know, maybe, you know, God forbid, but, you know, if we stay the same thing with no future, so here's the same idea, not only again at churches, even as individual. If an individual doesn't have the, 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 the thought and the, and the mission and the vision to expand and to excel and to move forward in everything, whether it's in career or family or, or, or then you are, what are you doing, right? So that's the, the dynamic of life itself. That's, you know what, don't get stuck at the fact that Moses is dead. He's dead, but now arise and go, right? in everything and all the time, all our lives are just, as we say, it's, it's holistic life, right? So we can say, okay, I will move in my spiritual or I move in my, in my career or academia or so and so and not move in another place. There is no way. We have to all move all together in order to, to be able. So back to the text again, the, the Lord assigned or give a commission to Joshua to do three things, mainly three things. What are they? If we can, if we can look at the, uh, the text again and see uh, what, what is that. You, you tell me. Okay. So Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all the people, into the land that I'm giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will, tre will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses from the wilderness and this Lebanon, go on and on and on, and then goes on to, to 
no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life, just as I was with Moses, I will be also with you. From this part and from the book in general, we know that Moses, that, that God assigned uh, Joshua three important main tasks. There are too many things within, in between, but there are three main uh, things that he wanted him to do, which are what? Number one is assigning him as what? Replacing? To, to do what? To lead the people. So number one, to lead. Number two is to lead the people to do what? To cross and to fight, to get victory, to conquer the enemies, right? And when he does this, he will claim the land. And then number three, which we'll see later on in the book itself, after claiming the land, what is he supposed to do? Divide the land, divide the land to the people, right? So those are the three main things that, that, that God is assigning to Joshua. Lead, conquer, and divide, right? Divide the, the inheritance, right? And it's, it's amazing that as we will go on with the text itself, we'll see that every task of this is accompanied by its own promise. And it's a very interesting way of looking at, at this. And as, as, as we learn, you know, how God deals with his people, and we can apply this to ourselves also. Right? And I think it's an open-ended question if we ask ourselves, like, what does God want from me? What are the tasks that God wants from me? And each one is different. But there has to be a commission for each one of us. As he commissioned Joshua with specifics, I think he is commissioning each one of us in a different way. Whether if it's in a small task, it's a big task, it's a home, it's service, it's something, something. But know that there is a task and there is a commission and there is a promise that stands behind that task, right? And sometimes we need to, 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 to focus more, we need to, to pray more, we need to maybe quiet ourselves a little bit more in order to find out again. And sometimes as he started this, the, the one important way to realize the task is to get rid of the past. Again, not to get rid by saying, ignoring the past, right? By no means Joshua ignored Moses. I was actually reading about it. The name Moses is, is mentioned in, in Joshua about 56 times. Meaning what? That he is the base, right? Joshua didn't come and said, okay, Moses is gone. Let's just go on and forget about him. No. To the point that he mentioned Moses 56 times in the book, because that is what, that's the base of where he, he learned and he, he had the experience and moved. So moving forward and forgetting our weaknesses doesn't mean that we forget our past, right? Even in the church, you know, we can't just forget, okay, we need to move, we need to be renewed, we need to be, to be uh, modern, we can never go on and be modernized by ignoring our past, right? Our past is our faith, right? We can't do that, we have the, the, those, those things. So here again, you see that, that those three tasks are very important for, for, for him. And for God to actually make it clear for him from the beginning, here is exactly what I want you to do. As we said before, you know, and some people actually have that kind of like that kind of study that they actually they study the Bible from the point of of, of management, and 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 uh, and uh, personality development. And you see how God is assigning tasks and managerial in a way, and giving with the task the promise, and giving the promise the empowerment, as you'll see here. So that's that's totally different way of, of looking at this, right? Is looking actually. You know, I remember one of the fathers we had a seminar with is like the, 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 the things that you go and get a degree and pay much money in, to, go, to get a master in management, it's all in the scripture. You know, you, you know, if you look at it this way, you'll see exactly how that is, right? But again, it's important to know that there is a commission, right? There's a commission, commission for the people, but the people needed the leader, needed Joshua the leader in order to deal and to, to move on with that. With that. Bueno. Yes. I have a question. Um, sure. So, uh, where's the line between mm, uh, forgetting the past and not getting stuck in the past? Okay. The if if, if the line I think is if if we're not able to move on because we are stuck again, you know, say 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 someone is stuck with with certain. You know, being away from God, for example, right, or or not not 
being indulged in 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 a, in a life of 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 just you know uh, away from God with everything, and and still not able to comprehend the idea of that uh, that uh, you know what God is is. Uh, forgiving and you are forgiven and you need to move on with that and everything so a lot of times when we are when we are when we, we, we when the past is is paralyzing us from moving forward then that's not the right reason to think about the past but we need to think about the past as again you know the 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 the, the foundation for example right if there is that that experience we need to think of the past even in our own struggles to remind us in a way that we are and we were weak at one point and we are still very, very, very vulnerable. So learning from our mistakes, that's something that we need to, how can I learn from my mistakes if I don't look at the past, right? But not being, not, not dwell in the past in a certain kind of experience or bad experience or negative uh, 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 impact that we makes us actually not able to go there. So looking exactly as we say, you know, you choose the good things from an experience and leave the bad things behind, right? Why? With the, with the light of the hope, with the light of the encouragement. And that's why here, here it's very important that the, you see the first chapter is all full of encouragement as we will speak about it right now. So when we face our past in the light of Christ, it's a different story. And I think that's the key, right? And that's, as we even say this all the time, you know, if you're having your quiet time and, 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 and for example, examining the day, how the day went, if I do this away from the light of Christ, it's very depressing. <laughs> like another day that gone without anything, right? right? Like what did I do today? Like, I don't know, <laughs> right? Just like yesterday, like the day before. Like okay, you know what is it, right? But if you if you examine yourself on and under and in the light of Christ Himself and the hope of Christ, the hope of again, as you were reading today, do not be dismayed. Do not you know you know be 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 courageous. It gives hope, even though if the day is gone without anything, but I still have the hope and that encouragement that, okay, tomorrow I can do something better. And that's how we learn. And that's why we always say, spend some time and evaluate yourself, evaluate the day. How did the day go? Not to feel, to feel that you are failure and the day is a waste and there's nothing else and I'm not gonna change, I'm not able to change, that's been like this all the time. No, that's not the point. But the point is to learn and to, Hold on to the hope and hold on to the to the promise and move on with that. Right? Yeah, thank you. So with that, you see, after he given is given him all those things, you see, like in this in this passage that we read, there, there are uh, uh, um, kind of like three three encouragements. Encouragement for from God for the commission itself, go and do this. You see that encouragement for the promise and encouragement for actually the empowerment. What is the empowerment? If I may use this word, as we'll see towards the end of the passage. The commission, first of all, is go and do this, right? So he's, he's telling him, now arise, right? Qum, in, in Arabic or in Hebrew, qum meaning stand up and, 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 and change, you know, get some energy and get some, some, some reason for you to move on, right? So as, as, as he says here, uh, Amani, welcome. We started uh, Joshua, so we're in Joshua number one. Good to have you with us. Thank you, Abuna. Uh, Sorry, I'm late. No, no, no worries. We're gonna, we decided to take our time, so I'm sure you'll catch up. <laughs> Moses, my servant, is dead now. Therefore, arise, go over the Jordan. So he sees he's giving him specific exactly things, right? Go over the Jordan, you and all the people. That means that you will be leading the people, right? So if you don't move, the people are not moving. And this is a very important point also. Each one of us is Joshua, is a leader, right? Whether you are actually a leader in a place or just leading your own self, that's a leader, right? So if you don't move, then whoever is with you are not moving, right? And that's, that's very, quite honestly, very, very important in, in, in a family setting, right? In the family, if the family is not moving together, right, and encouraging, and 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 reminding each other then okay nobody's moving right so here go over this jordan you and you and all the people into the land that i'm giving to them into the land that i'm giving to them. here again saying that that um that there is a specific that i have promised you and this promise is from the time of of, of abraham isaac and jacob and this is the time now too to take it. So move on with that. 
And then comes again, that beautiful promise, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. And this is, it's a beautiful promise and it's a challenge at the same time. Imagine God is saying to, to Joshua, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, but, God, but Joshua said, you know what? I don't know if that's gonna happen or not. Or I don't know if I want to do this or not. Because to do that, that means you have to do what? have to fight, right? It doesn't say it's gonna be given to you free, right? And from, from the history, from what we will, will discuss with, with together, you'll see that it's an actual battle, right? And sometimes they win, sometimes they don't. Sometimes, you know, they, they, they move on their own and sometimes they, so it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different dynamic. But the promise is there that every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. If I may share something with you, something personal to the mission, actually. This verse came to us the first time we went to Nigeria, <laughs> and 12 years ago, 2012, 10 years ago, 10 years ago. We were studying, and, 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 and this verse came. And it became a prayer for the mission, that every soul or every, or every place that the soul of your feet will tread upon with you. And we've been praying for this. And thank God, you know, as we move on with this, you see that really God is, is giving us that. That, you know, moving from just a small village into a city, into a bigger city, into having more people going, into having people who are stationed there for mission. So personally, this, this, this verse is, 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 is very, very strong to, to, to the mission that we've been blessed with, thank God. But again, it's the idea, the reason I'm sharing this, because the idea of you really hold on and ask, God will give you if it's for his glory. Right, and, and that's the challenge again. You know, in you know, what is that new territory that you want in our lives? I'm not talking about cities. Just like what, 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 um, what area that are not we haven't discovered in our relationship with Christ yet? And are we asking for this or not? I don't believe that any one of us is 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 convinced that this is all what God can give me. This is all what can I know about God, right? If we do this, that means that God is very limited, right? But the idea, again, just think with me, the idea that God is unlimited, his, 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 his grace is unlimited. What he can reveal to us is unlimited, right? That's what he said to the disciples, the things that I will do, you will do what? Even greater, more, like, what are we talking about? So the idea that there is a whole space, a whole area, a whole territory that is still undiscovered, to us is, is, is a real and, and it's something that we have to, 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 to ask in order to claim it. Claim it based on that, on that verse, on that promise. You said that every place my soul will tread will be mine. You know, I wanna give me more, not for myself, but because this is your inheritance that you have prepared for me. How much that I don't still know about the scripture? How much that I still don't know about my prayers? How much that I still don't know about just contemplating and the peace and the joy and the glory? All those are territories that hasn't been touched yet or maybe just touched from the surface, right? But it's very, very important to understand that actually this, we take this not as just the history, but to take it as an application for us. This is actually, this is the area that God is willing to give you, but you need to do what? To fight for it. And to point at it, that this is mine. I want to take this. I want to experience more, especially the things that are very, very, very tangible in our hands. Specifically, I say prayers and gospel and, and scripture. How deep is our prayers? All of us, I'm the first one. Is there more room to expand? 100% yes. Do I want? I don't know. Maybe I want, but I, I'm afraid. Maybe I'm lazy. Maybe I don't want to. Maybe this is good enough. Thank God. <laughs> right? right? But there's huge ocean that needs to be claimed. 
I really pray that as we study this, specifically those two areas, our prayers and our scriptures, relationship with scripture, that we need to claim more. And believe me, God will give. God will give. As much as we can handle, and as much as we ask, okay, I need to, I need more. I need this particular area. Give me more of this. Give me more of this. Give me more of this. But again, not for any kind of what personal glory, no. But to 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 know God more, and to 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 enjoy that relationship more. Again, on our level, you know, the more I know you, the more you know me. The more we enjoy that relationship, because now I know you more, right? Know more of your character, more of your nice personality, and so forth. But if we keep our relationship just you know high high, like. I have probably missing the opportunity of knowing a great person, right? And 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 and, and benefiting and and growing together as as that's why we need relationships in our lives. That's why I said let's move <laughs> on our own pace because you can get stuck at at one or two thoughts like this, and, and it's very very important to 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 realize that to realize that here he's telling them again that every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. Yes, David. Power of imagination, okay. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. Yes, God has given us this power, but to imagine, but not to imagine something that is not real, but to actually to see or to 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 see the unseen, right? Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Beyond what we see. Exactly. Right. In prayer, for example. Yes. Right. Right. You keep going. Right. Yes. 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 It's open. It's an open ocean. It's an open ocean. There is a say I was reading from the from the Talmud, from the Jewish tradition about about this particular the meaning of life. He says, would that life were like the shadow cast by a wall or a tree? Is life just like the shadow that is cast by a, by a, a wall or a tree? What, what, what is the character of a shadow that's cast by a wall or a tree? It's still limited, right? It's still, it might be longer than the real, right? But the, the idea, let me read the whole statement so you can understand. Would that life were like the shadow cast by a wall or a tree, says the Talmud, but it is like the shadow of a bird in flight. So life is not like the shadow of a wall or a tree that is very fixed, very limited, but it's like the shadow of a bird that is in, that, what is the, the bird that's flying? What is the characters of that? Right, all over the place. It mean, you see that, that the shadow is moving. If there is actual shadow of a bird that's flying, you know, it's just unlimited, it's going, it's up, if the bird keeps climbing, keep climbing the, the shadows keep, keeps moving, right? So it's a beautiful say from the Talmud about, about our vision of a life that should not be fixed, right? That the idea of exploring and wanting to explore what is what other territories that we have, like a bird that's flying, right? And in, 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 in a minute or two, all over the place, right? We hear about the birds here, you know, with the, with the migrating birds from the lakes to this, to this, to that, like, just, it's beautiful, right? So it's saying that life should be like that, should be always trying to explore something new, something new. So this is the first encouragement, encouragement from God's commission that you know, Moses is dead, but go on. Now arise and go and take the land. God commissioned Joshua to achieve, as we said, three things, to lead the people, 
to defeat the enemy and conquer and to claim the inheritance and divide it into to the people. With that, God didn't leave him at this point, right? Because if, again, if God gave him all those things and just left him there, then, then it's, it's like, okay, what am I supposed to do, right? But then as, as you can see in the text, again, right away, the idea of, okay, here is, here is what I will do for you. And, and I want to challenge myself and challenge you when we read those things, because we're all used to that, you know, especially us who, who, who studied in Egypt, who used to, to write the beautiful verses, strong verses on the, on the cover of the books. Remember this? You know? And you see all the books, you see all those beautiful promises on all, on all of our textbooks, right? And, and, and when you read this, all what we think of is God is promising us and like, be, don't be afraid, I will be with you in your daily life, which is good, which is beautiful. But again, as you're just saying, there is much more than that. Do not be dismayed, do not be afraid, be courageous to inherit what you should inherit, right? So we always think of it in a very, very, very limited earthly understanding, right? Yes, which is beautiful again, because that, I mean, God said that, you know, call me in the time of trouble, I'll be with you. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but we don't wanna limit it to that. We wanna take it beyond that into actually how we can move on to claim what we have in Christ without being what dismayed, without being discouraged, right? So again, after he says this in verse four, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, and it goes on. And then number five, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Again, if we look at this, from, from the point of God is encouraging us to claim, as he was encouraging Joshua and the people to claim their inheritance, he is encouraging us also to claim our inheritance. Right? And that's why if, if, if you go here, uh, let me put both together uh, uh, in, in Ephesians and, and this and see Ephesians 1, what, what does St. Paul talk about? Um, when he talks about what he prays for, for his people. Again, you know, in verse 13, Ephesians 1, 13 uh, and 14, in him you also, when you heard the word of the truth of the gospel for your salvation and believed in him, were sealed with the promise of Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession. See the same language, right? Uh, the, the, the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. And then he moves on to, to, to tell them what he is praying for, for them. Look at, at verse 18. He's praying for them to having the eyes of your heart enlightened that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might? You see all those, you know, strong words of might and power and greatness. That's exactly what the Lord is saying to Joshua, right? Do not be afraid, not really said, I will be with you. No man will stand before you. This is the same, again, you always, when, when, as we were saying yesterday, always when, when studying the book of, of, or the writing of St. Paul, you see how much he's impacted by the Old Testament, right? Because this is exactly what God was telling Joshua. So he's praying for them for the same thing, that you know, What is the immeasurable greatness of his power? So it's not just power, the immeasurable greatness of the power, not just the greatness of the power, the immeasurable greatness of the power toward us, according to the working of his great might. So it's not like just, okay, praying that you'll be strong. No, the immeasurable greatness of the power, the great might. Like if there is another word that he could use, he could have used it. But that's exactly what, what, Josh, what God is telling Joshua here, right? No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, I'll be with you. I will not leave you. Be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. And you see again, St. Paul in Ephesians talking about the inheritance, the promise. So what does that mean to us again? You know, how can we really, you know, when, when you read this, like again, we all know those verses. We probably, you know, know them by heart from the time we were 
studying in, in, in college and high school. Do not be dismayed, do not be afraid, be, I'll be with you, be courageous, right? But what does that mean for us now as we are living specifically now the days after resurrection to be very, very practical, you know? Because a lot of times, and this is, this is the sad reality, like, okay, if I look at my, my spiritual relationship or, 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 or status now, and just two weeks ago, you know, that was heaven, right? I was at church, attending the Pascha and praying and, and this and that and the whole thing. And then after resurrection, things, things are going down, which it shouldn't be. It should be actually more stronger. We are, again, this is, this is back to your question. This is part where we, where we not forget the past, which was just two weeks ago, and then move on based on the past that we had experienced and move on to the reality of the power of the resurrection. What, what do I have to do? I think it's the mental reminder of myself, first of all, that we are now in those days and that's why we do the procession during the 40 days or the, 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 the after, after resurrection. That's why you see all the gospels are, are about the resurrection. That's why you, you see that the, the, the church prepared the readings for the seven weeks after the, 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 the resurrection, like the seven weeks after, during the, the, the Holy Lent to build on one another till we reach the epic, which is the Pentecost, the Holy Spirit. So the church is helping us to understand that and to, and to live that promise that do not be afraid, be courageous. Why? Because I am the bread of life, because I am the living water, because I am the light, because I, all those I am's that we'll be talking about during the, 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 the 50 joyful days. See the link? So if I am not aware of that, how can I be not, not be dismayed? Right? How can I be courageous? How can I be empowered to do this? It comes comes back again to the, to, the, to the very, very basic idea of experiencing what we have. And again, asking for the territories that we don't have. And if you, if you, I'm the first one, if we can examine our lives and our, if that was really something on our mind, like I need to know more, I need to love more. I need to inherit another, I need to you know, point at another territory and say, this is mine, as you said, and I want this. I want to love more, I want to forgive more. I want to be merciful more. I want to be more sanctified, all those things. Again, not for myself, but because this is, this is what he has for us. I just go and claim it, go and claim it. So here he's saying with that, the encouragement of the promise, do not be dismayed, do not be afraid, be courageous. No man will, will stand before you. For you shall cause this people to inherit the land. I swore to the fathers, only be strong and very courageous. And again, and again, and again, and again, right? And if you look at the text again, it's, it's kind of like, what do you mean only be strong and very courageous? <laughs> only, that's all I want to do? Because in order to reach this point, you'll do everything else, right? You will not be able to be strong and courageous while you, if you're not praying. And not be strong and courageous if you don't think about the, the, the idea and the faith that you have, right? So again, in order to inherit, you have to be courageous. In order to be courageous, you have to have faith. In order to have faith, you have to be in relationship with him. So it's like full cycle of everything, right? And that's why we, we, we always say, don't, don't just like ask for, for don't, don't, don't compartmentalize God in as a priority and also as a relationship. As you were talking with the book study, you can't just say, okay, when I grow up in my relationship, I will be able to renounce. Like, no, because you will never be able to grow unless you renounce. And you will never be able to renounce unless you want to grow, right? And unless you inherit more and want more, and then, okay, so what you have doesn't mean anything because you have more, right? But if you don't know what you have, you don't experience what you have, you will never be able to renounce, right? So it's, it's that full full cycle, just again, being, being in his uh, presence all the time, being in his presence all the time. So again, uh, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. So here again, he encouraged him with the commission. Here's what you want to do. Encourage him with the promise. 
it is the promise in order for you to reach that commission. And number three, but before number three, as I was thinking about that, you see there is a big, big, big parallel between the commission that the Lord has given to Joshua and the commission, the great commission that the Lord gave to whom? Disciples and the apostles. Do you see the, the parallel or not? What did he say to the disciples and the apostles? Go and do what? Preach. Go baptize. Go claim. Right? And you see that it's 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 the same again, the same mission and the same the same mind of Christ. Right? Go inherit and go defeat and go divide. The same thing he gave it to the disciples and the apostles. Right? You took from me, you took the spirit. Now go do the same thing. Lead the people, right? Conquer and divide. And in a way, that becomes the same commission for us. Because as we've been saying before, our life is not just for ourselves, right? When he says, you are the light, you are the salt. How are you the salt? You go and the salt has impact on the surrounding. The light has impact on the surrounding, right? So you see the continuation of the promise, right? Again, it's not just a history book that we're studying about Joshua. No, this is exactly what we are having right now. Right? So you see, you see the parallel between the whole line, which is, the, again, the story of the salvation. Right? As I was telling the group yesterday, was, was looking to this, you know, the way they, they divide the, 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 the Hebrew Bible in, in, the old, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Hebrew language, divided in certain uh, sections. You see that the first section, for example, of the, of the major prophets, the first book is Isaiah. Okay, the first section of the history book would be Joshua. The first section of the minor prophets is Hosea. And you see Isaiah, Joshua, and Hosea, they're all the same name, which is salvation or God will save or God's or God saving. The same root, which is Yasha. And again, as I was reading this, it says, this is not just a coincidence, but because those are, are, are three, you know, this is the line, this is the message of the whole scripture. Yasha'ya, Yasha'ya, the, the, the Lord, Yahweh will, 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 will save, right? Hosea is God's salvation. Yeshua is Yahweh, Yasha'a, God will save. So you see that the three major things and how they start in the beginning, they all start with what? With that mindset that the salvation is the, is the center, is the center. And because it's the center, we are part of this. And because we are part of this, we are part of that commission. The commission that God gave Joshua is the same commission that the Lord gave the disciples and the same commission that he's given us now that you know, be the light and be the salt. Be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. And then it comes to the third point of, of, this, of this passage. So now he's giving them the commission, giving him the commission, giving him the promise. How about how? So what you want to do, why you want to do it, but then the how again. Look at how he ends this passage here and you, you see what I'm talking about. Again, verse seven, only be strong and, and very courageous being careful do not, uh, to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may have good success. And we'll talk about success here, wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now he, he leaves the promise. He leaves the commission and goes directly towards what? In this passage, the the way you can, which is what, through what, the commandments exactly, the meditating on the commandments, right, day and night. Right. What happened is, as we know, that Moses was writing down everything, and that's what is called. I think it's Exodus twenty-seven. Um, 
where 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 Moses wrote what we called here what he's talking about about the the uh, book of commandments. So what what was happening at the time that that the the, the the priest and the people were carrying the actual book, but he's saying to him, "Don't just carry it. Do what? Read it day and night." Sounds familiar <laughs> to us. Don't just keep your Bible on the shelf. Read it. Right. This is how you will be able to, to, to reach the commission that I that commissioned you. And this is how you will be able to keep the promise fresh by doing this. And then he gives that great uh, detailed and specific commandments, Exodus 24, seven, sorry, where it talks about Moses writing the book of, the, book of the covenant. If you just take a side note of that, Exodus twenty-four seven, written like what he wrote in the book of the of the of the of the covenant, and then where that's when when Moses came and told the people, okay, he read it to them, and the people said, yes, we will do. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people, and they said, all that the Lord has said, we will do and be obedient. So he was writing everything, and then he came, brought this, and read it to the people, right? So that's what he's talking about here in Joshua, that the book of covenant, that's it. He said, it's not enough to carry it with you, right? That's why in the, in the, in back to Joshua here again, he says that do not, that um, uh, be strong and courageous, only be strong and courageous, being careful to do according to the law that Moses' servant commanded you, this book of commandment. Do not turn from it to the right and to the left. That, that means that it, it, it is what for us, it is the strength, yes, yes, it is the truth. Do not lie right or left, right? That the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, shall not depart of your mouth, right? And that's why it's a good practice we all should try to do is actually the last thing that we do before we go to sleep is to meditate on the word of God. Recite a psalm, for example, because you'll find yourself waking up in the morning reciting the same thing. Have you, have you done this before? If you have like a song stuck in your mind before you sleep or something, you wake up in the morning kind of singing the same song. Have you, have you done that? I, I do it all the time. <laughs> try it, but try it to the psalm, <laughs> try it to the songs. The Buddha is telling you to sing a song. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it, it's, it's real, it's real. Whatever you're thinking or you're actually on your mind and actually verbally singing at night before you sleep, you find yourself waking up in the morning singing it, right? And that's why the father said, okay, actually do this at night. Then throughout the night, your, your, your mind is what still meditating in the word of God. And that's what he's telling Joshua here. Again, this promise is very important. Do not be dismayed. Do not be discouraged. I will be with you. But in order to do this, you have to keep the commandments. You have to. This is how you do it. Yes, David. Yes. Yes. Right. Day and night. Right. Yes. Yes. That's right. 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 The constant meditating, right, exactly. And as we said before, meditating is actually, is, is the, the word itself, meditating is to, is to, is to keep, it's like, like, like the, the camels who, that they keep chewing the food and, and bringing back again when they're hungry. And that's how they survive the, the, the desert. You know, we, we know about that, right? That the, 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 the uh, what is it called? Guttering, I think, is the, is the word, right? Right, yes, yes, exactly. And the same word actually in Hebrew is, is haga, which is yastahaga, which is spell out. So spell out the word, like, you know, that's how you should be, you should be slow and clear and focusing on this. This is the way that you'll be able to, to, to uh, uh, live the promise. 
Not only that, something that's, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll finish with this. The word success here, you know, totally is not what we understand, which is again, the, 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 the prosperity of the gospel and the success that will, you know, you'll succeed in your exams. And I mean, this is, yes, but the, if you look at the word itself, the word itself, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's from the verb sakal, uh, which is in Arabic, so as if the meditating of the word of God will actually do what you will form you. So the success is very, very weak, but actual word it actually, you know, if you look at it, it's, it's in a way how to, 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 um, to be, uh, what is it? I'll, I'll bring it here. How it, it means to be, um, It, it from the verb again that used to how is some something is placed in the hands to be prudently by purpose be formed into something. So the idea that it's not just the success that that you you success you succeed in something, but the idea that you are actually being reformed again, reformed to His image. So this is what the Word of God does to us. When we keep meditating on the Word of God, we are being formed into his image it's, it's 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 very very interesting when you look at at, at the, the 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 different or the root of the of the uh here it is it says to bind to plate the hair for example to be interwind how you know how to your 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 you know how to say it and make braiding yes so you're you're putting things together as you're braiding the hair this is the same word that is used right to have something beautiful and something very, very specific and something very, very, very uh, 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 obvious. So all this you can get from the word success or, or taflah in Arabic, to be tengah, to be successful. But again, that's like when you look at this again, that it's actually to be interwind together, to be formed in the hand of a person that will form something beautiful out of you. You see the impact of the word of God here, right? So not only you're, 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 you're living or you're hearing the promise, you're being formed by the promise. It's beautiful meaning. It's very, very deep, very deep. And again, this is how we should experience God. This is what I'm talking about, the areas that are not being claimed yet. How can I claim that area that the word of God will actually interwing me into something different instead of just going through it? So, I think we stop. We at least we finished the nine verses that I wanted to finish. So, as I'm saying, that's why I think we need to go slowly because again, the point is not just to go through it. Okay, Joshua did this here, and he uh, he uh, claimed the city here and did that here, and uh, this happened in Ai, and this happened in 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 uh, Hebron, and this happened into uh, no. I mean, there's much much more into this. So, I hope that again, this is open open our eyes and our understanding to 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 live that, find the commission, to hold on to the promise, and to know the way to reach the promise is the word of God, the word of God. Whether the word that is spoken or the incarnate word that we share in the communion, both of them together. That's why, as I said before, the word of God during the readings, the, the gospel, Bishara is on outside here, but then when we start the liturgy, it becomes on the altar. Not because the altar is just a table, we don't know where to put it, but because the word of God is now on the altar, which is, which has the word of God, the incarnate, the body and blood of Christ. Right? This is the beauty of the church. This is the beauty of what we do. Right? So we'll, we'll keep going, keep reading it, keep contemplating about it, you know, praying about it, praying that God will really give us, remember this, this verse, that every place that the soul of your feet will touch will be yours. Just, just claim that. Questions, if you have any questions. No, we're four, four minutes past. Yes, Steve. The, the, the word prosperous too is so important because it's not victorious. It doesn't mention things that say 
Right. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. Actually, the word itself is actually to make progress, which goes back again. So the the, the to 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 the word uh, uh, prosperous is to make to make uh, progress, which goes back again to the same idea of to inherit more, right? To uh, to make prosperous, to bring successful issue, to advance, to make progress, to be profitable. Yes, yes. What does it mean? I think it's more of, of that. The, the word actually in, in Hebrew is salah. That's why. Or salah. So that's why it's very, very close to, 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 to the Arabic. But the meaning of salah uh, is to, to rush, to make progress, not to fix. Yes. So tuslah meaning like to, to fix your way, but it's not fix your way. It's to rush to claim something. To be to be uh, profitable, yes. yeah. yeah. Okay, let's pray and then uh, we'll continue next time again the rest of chapter one and we'll see where we go. Okay. In the name of the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit. Those of you pray together, our Father who art in heaven, Father will be there. Thy kingdom come. There will be done. Give us this day. Lead us of temptation, but deliver. May the love of God the Father, the grace of His only begotten Son, the King of the Holy Spirit, with you. Go in peace. Peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night, guys. Take care. Thank you, Abona. Thank you, guys. Good to see you all. Good night, Abona. Good night, everyone. Good to see you. Thank you. Thanks.